and welcome to the God is a Geek podcast. My name's Adam Cook and I'm joined here by the one, the only, Chris White. Hello, Chris. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm all right. Well, you know, let's not dwell on it too much, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, for the I sake spoke... of the podcast, you yeah. Have... I mean, I, f- I feel like I should probably apologise for the lack of podcast in the last sort of few weeks. That's on me. Um, I'll probably explain later, but at the moment, there's no point because I'm still. I've got scans and things. It's it's a health thing. I'm fine. I'm here. I'm smiling. You're smiling. Sure, I'm. Good to be back. <laughs> It is. Uh, we're here to talk about some games. It's going to be a pretty low-key podcast, but we did. We were aware of how long it had been, so um, we thought we'd start off with something light, something you know, not an emotional for us to chill out and talk about. Which is why Chris White's here to talk about Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons <laughs> remake. Um, go for it, Chris. Yeah, yeah, it's not not emotional at all. It's just a nice chilled out co-op friendly story game. Twin stick um, shooter. Twin stick shooter. Yeah, bit of a Metroidvania. Yeah, Joe, um, yeah, you know it's it's been a long time since I played this, and like, obviously, with with a lot of games that you play a long time ago, you forget about certain things. More like the the, the nuances in the gameplay, I suppose. And obviously, in that time since we've had Brothers, we had well, we had no way out. But then we obviously had It Takes Two from from Hazelight um, and Joseph Fares, who is obviously the one who kind of wrote and made made Brothers um, back in the day. And there's a lot of similarities. And playing this now, like it's a great time to jump into Brothers if you've never played it. It's a very different kind of story. Um, but it's still like anyone that played it takes two. Um, mm. It dealt with some, 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 you know, not too heavy themes. But this, this is all about like death. Is it's all, all about, all about this. It starts off with um, your your mother's um, lost a life at sea, and uh, your father's very sick, and you and your brother have to then go off on this adventure to try and track down this um water of life it's called in the like the the media it doesn't actually mention it in the game because the 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 language is like partly made up but it's based on joseph farris's lebanese um is it dialect yeah huh didn't know and, that and i only knew that because i'm fairly sure it's not available before you play it but after there's like a commentary to the original game with farris ah. doing it it's really really interesting. I've not watched it all, but like I've watched it quite a bit, and it's it's really good. But yeah, so that's why the dialogue you, it's it won't to to it. You know, most players they're not going to understand it, but you learn that um, they have to go on this journey to get this this water of life, and it takes them off on this kind of this world that's kind of feels very inspired by like in in, in an aesthetical sense, like uh, the Scandinavian folklore, but it feels like feels very much like frozen 2 <laughs> in the in the world it's created but obviously that didn't exist when this was made originally but like the brothers grim like darker kind of fairy tales um the, the you forget how kind of gruesome it is and how dark mm. the story is because I, like i completely forgotten like the there's a certain part in it where you're journeying through these mountains and there's all these huge soldiers like these huge giants that have been fighting in this war and they're like just like arrows in the head, and like one of them you have to use this massive axe to chop off their arm to get past them. Like there's that kind of stuff, and then there's, there's like other bits which I mentioned in the review where there's this guy and you possibly miss him because I think it might be like a, they like they like the secret areas, don't they? Like yeah. Joseph Myers. There's like a like a little like hill where you go down, and there's a guy at the bottom with a rope around his neck who's about to <laughs> try and hang himself. <laughs> and you like try then you can like save him. I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's just like it's quite dark. And then obviously the story it's it's a it's about these two brothers who obviously are trying to save the dad, but it's their relationship as well. And it's like the things that siblings do, like especially when there's a younger and an older one where the older one wants to grow up, wants to be the adult, Mm. wants to kind of they don't they don't appreciate 
youth when they're that age, you know, like no. 15, 16. And like, there's a girl that, that's in this game and he starts to fall for her and he's kind of ignoring his little brother when he's trying to like get on with a quest and he's, you know, little things like that, but their relationship's really interesting throughout. Um, but like the puzzles are, are spot on. Like they're, they're very reminiscent of it takes two in the, like the, the intelligence behind them. Like they're very layered. So yeah. Puzzles, whilst they are like environmental, um, they're very smart in the, in the way that they incorporate both brothers. Um, and there are moments where, one brother might have to do something with the other brother absent or or whatnot, but it's still it's like I guess with it takes two it was fully co-op, wasn't it? Well, I was going to ask about this because they've added because I remember I remember actually covering this back in the day and like it wasn't co-op, but you could technically have held a controller between the two of you and sort of cheated, but it wasn't designed for that. Mm. But now it's got co-op, hasn't it? Yeah, so. It's weird because it takes two was solely co-op. Like yes. it was, that was its focus. That was yeah, its you couldn't play drive. that without co-op, could you? Yeah, no. And when you try to play co-op, it, a thing comes up saying this game's intended for a single-player audience. Like oh, you'll does get, it? Like okay. you kind of get the most out of it as a single-player, mm. which which was like it was fine. Like I did try in co-op, of course, yeah, um, with my uh, daughter, and like we we really enjoyed it together. And I think having someone else playing through with you, especially with the stories it is, is it's, it's, it's interesting to see their take on it, especially as you get towards the end. And anyone that can remember will know yes, what I, I'm talking I can, about. I can remember the end. But presumably that, um, like, it's just like you control one and someone controls the other. You, li- you literally saw a controller in half right. and then that side of the controller. They're only be using the right side. They're literally the stick and the trigger. Okay. You are literally using the left and the left trigger and the left stick if you're the older brother. Oh so wow, okay. That's that's it. That's yeah. all there no, is I, to it. I suppose what else could they do with it? I mean that yeah. is it. That is it, as you say, that is literally but it. Like it, obviously you're not because it when you are playing as both brothers with both sticks and that, it and it's weird to get used to, obviously yeah, very much, you're having yeah. to move them in the same way and interact in the same way. And there's it's not complex but certain like traversal does get a bit kind of finicky when you're trying to climb up rocks and but, shimmy across like but conversely bars. does that work the opposite way for puzzles because i remember again long time ago but i remember as you say trying to move them both in the one direction at once you'd almost have to get them on top of each other to be close but then when it came to the puzzles because you had both control like if you were soaring you could just whereas i imagine oh, now oh in co-op if you were the actually soaring. with someone that would be harder the so- in yeah the, the soaring I won't say I lost my yep. shit, with, but I was like, just you go that way and I'll go this way. Three, two, one. Oh, I thought you said that way. No. Go. So, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. It does so it is kind of swapped the frustrations that were inherent yeah. in the single player. Yeah, that's an, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. I, I'm not against it having co-op. Like, I don't, you know, like you say, it, it's interesting it does come up saying, you know, mm. this is better. It's designed yeah. for that. And it was, to be fair, but like. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it's good good both ways, either you yeah, play it. I, yeah, but, um... I do I do want to. Like, it's just one of those where I can't imagine... Because it was quite a shortish game originally. Like, I want to say, is, like, yeah. four or five hours. And I, I don't know that there's much scope that they've made it any bigger. I mean, it obviously looks different and it's modernised, perhaps. But, like, it's... it's To all intents and purposes, it is Brothers. You know, it's... It's the same game. Yeah. I don't think they've added anything there. I think what they have done, obviously, the visuals... Mm. And, like, it's... Sometimes you think, how much better was it? Like I can't really remember. Go back and... The the commentary that I'm talking about, that video commentary, yeah. you can you can tell straight away how good it looks. And they've added like a live orchestra as well. Like the music yeah. is it's very good. Oh, very I would good. I would like to play it, like I say, it's just it's one of those I mean, we're gonna move on, I'm sure, to another game that I have played a little bit of and you've played a lot of. Um it is. It's very much that year. You, it's, it feels like a lot of our team is like you're either finishing these huge games and touching on some of the other huge games, but no one's kind of playing everything because it is really genuinely so mad. Like this, this. I think yeah. I said it in a previous podcast. If not, I certainly thought it. But Brothers feels like actually the release timing actually makes a lot of sense. Like it's a really normally in, in a normal year, it's actually a really good smart time for this kind of game to come out. But this year, it's sandwiched between basically like a dragon persona um 
Final Fantasy, Fantasy. and it, it just feels like there is no good time for a smaller game. But I guess if you want a smaller, shorter experience, and you don't want these big fifty plus hours, like I mean, I guess it is a case of if you if you hated the original. I'm not. I doubt there's anything here for you. But if you like the original, because it was a long time ago, I mean, it must be a decade. Oh yeah, to, close to, if not. More. Yeah, it is. Um, but let's let's sort of keep it. I was going to keep it weird or keep it light with with moving on to another game that um that I've been keeping an eye on for a while. Um, and I've played about an hour and a half of. Obviously, you've played a a lot more, but it's a game published by Kepler called Pacific Drive, mm. and. I'm gonna be a bit of a bastard here, right? Because I'm gonna I I want you to try and explain as succinctly as you can to anyone listening that has no idea what this game is, what it is. Go. <laughs> um, Pacific Drive is a driving simulation with crafting and survival elements in a science fiction setting. Okay, you made that a lot easier than I thought it was gonna. Yeah, yeah, fair. fair. No, fair. Well, no, it is. It is. It is. Also, before we move into it, I'm just curious if it's my mad brain or you had this as well. I'm just curious how many times you've nearly called it Pacific Rim because I <laughs> repeatedly go Pacific <laughs> Drive, and I don't know why. No, I haven't because I forgot that film existed. Well, I've not even seen that film. I just for some reason that's a cultural yeah. memory for me that I'm like. Yeah. But anyway, Pacific Drive is is a. It's a really weird and it's, really it's a, unique, interesting game, right? It, it's very weird. And like, I would say the first few hours are very, um, there's a lot to take in. There's a lot to How take the, in. How the systems work, the button prompts aren't exactly clear. When, when you like, you're holding an item to your car and you want to either fix it. Yeah, because there's just icons on it. And I'm like, well, look, I don't yeah. know what any of these icons... I mean, some of them you're like, well, that... kind. I'm kind of guess what that means. But some of them are very yeah. much... You're like, well, well I, don't know, I, I don't know your language yet. So No, you're right. And you shouldn't have to guess what an icon is. It should be made no, a but bit it's, more it's very much. It's, it's very much... And I thought this early on. I say I've only played an hour and a half. But you mentioned that and it, it's, I salute that because it's like aesthetically it picks an aesthetic and it sticks to it. And that is like through the menus, through the button. There are even... Even the button prompts are like, like you say, they're like, I'm not 100% sure. It could just, you could just tell me, but I'm having to sort of, but at the same time, I'm not, it doesn't make me angry because I really haven't played anything quite like this that I can, no. not like, the, I mean, I played elements of this, but not this. And that's why I think it really kind of stands on its own with, yeah. with its survival elements because it's when you start trying to explain it in further detail <laughs> where it gets a bit tricky. But well, it's kind you... of silly in some respects as well. Yeah, yeah, but it is. We'll get into that. Like, yeah. But, but you, you, you are in this area that there are there have been scientific experiments conducted on by the government. I, I got a Half Life vibe. Like, I, oh, very, very. Like, I, I feel like yeah. I could almost be Gordon Freeman in yeah. this because I think you're a silent protagonist from what I've played. And you there's like, lots of people talking at you, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. It kind of like feels like uh, if Half Life and Twin Peaks kind of merge, yeah. you would get you would Which get is this. selling it, by the way. That's selling it to people, I think. A, a, yeah. yeah, but like it's just a really satisfying game, and, it, mm. and the, the the survival elements and the kind of random encounters you you can you can have during like your runs because obviously what you do is you've got this car, this station wagon, it's beaten up it's like absolutely broken to start with but you can it's, it's you can... also is, is am i right it's it's sort of alive kind of it's a like it has some i, I don't know how to describe it like it, you connect you're connected to it some kind of yeah is it psychic yeah. i'm not i said i'm not enough far enough in but I'm yeah that, but this it, vibe it is, of... it, it's um are you, it, it I, almost, are you trying not to spoil? I'm guessing here. I'm, I'm just trying not to talk. Okay, about no, that's fine. That's fine. But like, that's just what. No, I no, don't on. worry. But like, it, it kind of feels like there's a there's a, a real bond with the car. So even even like just as you, just you with your car, like people who have cars do become quite close, connected to them because they're you know they're a big part of their lives, and you're literally using this car to keep you alive. Um, and you can add you can fix fix it add new parts 
um, uh, from a magic trash stuff. container as well. I don't like. Yeah, I, the, I the wasn't sure what the no no. The, I mean, outside outside your garage, there's like a big American style trash. Oh yeah, and and at first again, you're talking about like it doesn't explain anything. I think it's like three times I've been to that before it's told me this like the what does it respond refer to it? it's like the bountiful trash container or something or some, yeah. something weird and I'm like sorry is this thing giving Never me up. things I need yeah. and it is yeah but then you don't necessarily understand it all because like no. I say it's it's like just so much you have to take in but when you're <laughs> when you're out in the yes the you like obviously you plot your route to a certain destination go to the destination do what needs to be done like collect all your upgrades or whatever or you know and and then go back to, so it's basically runs runs so it's like even like a rogue like elements to it i guess um but it's like when you're out in the 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 great unknown of this the like this forest yeah yeah in the pacific rim it's just it's so like it could be so tense and like the atmosphere is so eerie like when you're when there's nothing around you can't see anything you don't there's you know there's nothing there but when you you find like a like a rundown like hut or something yeah. and you go in and you you harvesting all the tools i i love you, games could, like that i don't you know, know what it is but i love it when you can go in like a bit like the last of us does it games like yeah. that do where you can go into this building and just like loot it and it's just yeah it's and i don't it, know why that not, appeals to me it's not like there's there's huge creatures coming to rip you apart and it's not like it's not gory or anything it's, it's just that tense atmosphere and there are like certain things that you meet like i mentioned it in the review like one of the, the earlier kind of moments where there's those things floating in the i was like, going to ask you about them yeah go on and they they like you, you have to like so if you see them because they're obviously scanning for any any forms of life or anything if you see what like the what I did was I kind of tried to drive off into the into the woods really slowly, turn my headlights off and just kind of wait for it to pass, oh. and then it passes. But then I thought it'd gone, so I kind of flicked my engine off, kind of reversed out, mm-hmm. carried on driving, and then I just saw this light appear, which obviously censored. He found me, comes at me, shoots like this suction cup at the car. Like rips me into okay. the air. So that is drops what's happening. me. Okay. Yeah, and then like I'm, my car's absolutely shafted. Because because I had a similar situation because I, I was as you mentioned uh, early on I wasn't a hundred percent sure on the icons and what they meant. And although I'd fueled up my car fully before I went off, I because it was one of my very first sort of expeditions. I wasn't like a hundred percent sure on how long the fuel would last. Yeah. And and I was looking at the the gauge and it's like, am I low on fuel? I think I'm low on. I'm not sure. I should be able to tell, but I couldn't at that point. Yeah. Um, long story short, I wasn't. Um, but there was a garage, and I was like, "Oh well, I'll tell you what. I'm going that way." And there was a weird, flowing, fly, sort of glowing, flying thing mm. near, but not that near. And I started filling it up. Um, and then all of a sudden, my car just decided to like be sucked away from me. And I'm like, "Well, fuck this!" And I jumped in the car, reversed <laughs> off, and just screamed off into the woods. Like, yeah, like I don't know what that was about or what was going on, but I was yeah. like, "No thanks." But I don't know if that would. I, I don't know. I haven't played again since. So I don't know if that would kill me or. You mentioned roguelike. Does that does it end your run sort of thing? You do. You do. Your run does end. Like yeah, at the end of each run, you have to make it back to the garage, and it, you're like, these, yes. these things can stop you from doing that. And there's there's all there's all sorts like this like these things that attach to your car, like little leeches, metallic weird things. And, and then there's <laughs> there's like the pylons with the shit firing like electricity at you. And Can you ever fight back? Like, can you mitigate any of them? Or is it is it a more of a case of, no, nah, avoid these. This is a stealth sort of it's, element. It's it's much better to go in stealth. You know, okay. it's, it's much safer to be cautious. But Makes sometimes sense. it's not always easy because you yeah. ain't got a choice. You know. the, the only the only game I can honestly think it reminds me a bit of. I don't know if you've played it. Have you ever heard of the? We played the Long Dark. Yes. Yeah. That like, was that was like the this very tundra based sort of survival. Yeah. But they 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 sort of added story stuff to it later. And while obviously the car stuff and all that is is, is not in it, mm. like that feeling I got from like finding a hut, going in, opening the cabinets, finding materials I needed to progress myself. That that reminded me of it a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it does have that that tone to it, definitely. Yes. But um, like the car stuffs, <laughs> I don't know, weird. Like, like it's it's really odd because it does feel like this sort of simulation. 
you know, and it's a crafting game. But then you kind of have this big, I forget what they call it, cutter. I think it's called a cutter that you yeah. can, the, you know, it expires, but you just basically smash stuff up with this cutter uh, and it just does it for you. And like you, you get a carcass of a car and, and break it all down and stuff like that. And like, and also you have to fix your car up. Like when you first get your car, it hasn't got any panels or a boot. And as much as it's a simulation and a crafting game, like you, you just go to a crafting table, make a panel, and then you just like bang and you put it on. Or there's like this repair putty that you just basically slap mm. on. Um, so there's like all these weird, because like you also when you get in your car, every time you have to turn the ignition on, take the car into drive from you know, from neutral and then you know and i and you get into the habit of like when you well i mean maybe sometimes you might think to leave your car running in case you need to get out of dodge quickly but i would always pull up lights off because battery ignition yeah. you, you know like as if it's a real car so, so you've got on the one hand you got them and then on the other hand you got i can just slap party magic party on my car and i found it initially like some of that's a bit strange like i wonder and I might maybe there's a reason further into the game why there isn't just a because on the D-pad like I think it was left was for your your lights I think was it up for the windscreen wipers or something like that the ones yeah. for wipers I couldn't work out why one of them wasn't like the neutral and, and and your ignition when you're using them so much and and I was like well they're going for this sim thing now you must do this stuff probably but then on the same hand on, on on the other side of it you can just slap magic putty on your car so I'm like well what why is it one but I'm not. It's, it's a minor complaint. Like it's just, you get used to it quite quickly, and it is yeah. so fascinating and interesting that it's hard to be pissed off about <clears> having <throat> to start your car over and over. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely one of the most original games I've played in a while. Big time. And doing something different with the standard genres that it features in. Um, so it's yes. Def- yes, it's certainly worth you know giving it a blast. Just just looking at the trailers and seeing the kind of the visual style to it as well. Like it's it was captivating the first time I saw it and then when you learn what the game is it's, it's uh, intrigued you even further and then again it sort of also falls into that like what I said about Brothers of I think this game would be really successful and should be because it's so unique yeah. but again like it's just such a weird time in this <clears throat> like, I, I do want to play more of this um, just to see mm. how much because it looks like there's loads of stuff like there's, there's a sort of skill tree well Skill trees may be the wrong word, but in the garage there's like a tree that you can unlock stuff that yeah, looks quite quite significant. Stuff. Like it, you know, you get to do yeah. one of them. But I also, I just, I really like the atmosphere of it. Like I like the, you know, the rain's coming in, and and you're like, well, I'm just staying in this garage and working on my car because it's raining. So thanks very much. Um, yeah, yeah. I like it's, the it's... characters that are like peripheral and and, and just. It gives me a, a loads of weird vibes of like lots of different things. Like it's a bit like some of it's like you feel like you're on the the island from Lost, the TV show at night. Some yeah. of it feels a bit like you know, um, oh Christ, uh, like Wonder Vision. Like the way I won't spoil it, but like what that whole, you yeah, know, yeah. like it's, it feels like that. Like you're inside that. Yeah. Uh, like I say, the long dark. There's all these weird things that you don't. I've never thought about them playing games before. Like I've never gone, oh, this reminds me, makes me feel like I'm... Well, there was a lost video game. That's a bad example. But you know what I mean? Like There's, there's loads of these weird things yeah, that yeah. come into my head culturally that I'm like, I've never played anything like this. Now, whether saying that's enough for people to go, let's go buy it. But like I will say, it really does feel unique. Like There's nothing in here that I've seen that's like brand new. Yeah. But at the same time, I really cannot think of a game... Like I said, the best I could do was the Long Dark's exploration. It reminds me of that. But there's so much more than that. That's just like an element of it. Yeah. 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 It's really interesting, man, isn't it? Yeah. It's absolutely well worth people giving it a go. Um, another another really interesting game we can move on to is one you reviewed what feels like a lifetime ago. I'm going um, to struggle here, I'll be honest. <laughs> really? That's fine. I've played it recently. Um, but I, before <clears throat> I got sick, basically, we were due to talk about this on the podcast. You weren't even due to be on that one, so it's, it's perfect. Yeah. It's great that I got sick, is what I'm saying. Um, Grand Blue <laughs> Fantasy Relink, I wanted to talk about, because um, I, I've played the Grand Blue games, the fighting games before. I'm not like into them in a way that I know anything about the lore. But I do... Like this one, I remember Sean went to a preview event where there was the fighting game and a, a hands-off, I think, with this. And this is more of an action JRPG. Now, I think it almost goes without saying, but I'll say it. It looks unreal. Like, the Grand Blue games tend to look unreal. Like, it's so beautiful. This is like a sort of watercolour come to life often, isn't it? Stunning. But this is more... Oh, 
god i mean again i don't want to keep like going oh it's like this and it's like that but this is a bit monster huntery yeah i would say this ain't a type of game that's got a massive appeal to the every everyday gamer is it like, I don't know. Lot... I mean, <clears throat> well, I, I'm, I would say I'm an everyday gamer, and I okay. very rarely, I've never heard of, I've heard the name Grand Blue mentioned here and there. I would wonder if some people even have <clears throat> thought they've heard of it, but that's actually Blaz Blue, yeah, which that's... has nothing to do with Grand no. Blue. Like the fighter that I played and reviewed, like that was my first exposure to the video gamey world of of Grand Blue, and like I like I liked it to a point what it did. But it was like the thing with that was the fighting was great, but the way they did the story was just a bit average. It was all like visual novelty with with seldom anime kind of cutscenes. Whereas this, obviously, the fighting's a main part of it, but the story's like animated beautifully. Yeah, and like it's so much better. It's so much more of an introduction into this world than than that is, and like. Like visually, just while we're on that, like I remember the first area that you go to, it's called, it's got a beautiful name, it's like the Sun Dappled Woods. Yeah. And dappled is such a yeah. beautiful word. And like you're walking through there, and then like there's like a watercolor painting of the like the town just beyond the trees that you can see. And like that kind of happens wherever you are in the game. Like there's always, mm. like the, the background of the environment is always stunning. And wherever you are, like it's again, it's just designed so well and it looks so good and the colors are gorgeous the menus are beautiful like the character designs are really well detailed and mm. you know there's there's a hell of a lot going on visually but then you get into actually playing it and it's like it's like beautiful it's one of those games like one of those arpgs that like i'm trying to think what was that game that i loved scarlet nexus yes it really kind of surprises you with it and like it's yeah, not doing. Yeah. It's not doing loads of new things, but it's no. the way it implements those things in a. It's a bit tales like of a rise as well. It's a bit, yeah, I think, big time. But, yeah, but, yeah, and like I said, I, like that party-based setting, mm. like the different abilities you get and the way you can kind of chain them together with the party, it's just it's a lot of fun to play. My my only like <laughs> my only negative with it is like I went to play co-op with it with with Chris Hyde and like the co-op is only for um not you can't do story missions. It's only the, yeah, uh, it's you know, the monster quest. huntery kind it, of. It's bit. really monster huntery in that respect. Yeah, like you know, you go to a quest board, select the quest, and you go off and do it. And it's like kill hundred of these or kill, defend this for two minutes. And it's absolutely fine. I quite like the multiplayer of it. It's a nice mm -hmm. way. Like if you finish the story, it's a really good way to grind and get your characters up. And and I, I heard it mentioned like um, some people consider each of the characters like a, a weapon in Monster Hunter. Because of the way they yeah. change things, yeah. like one is almost like you've equipped the great axe or whatever, and one is like a. Because also, like this character, this game's got characters with guns. Although it's a melee action adventure mm. sort of thing, like the gun characters are super interesting. Like I found both yeah. of them. Uh, I haven't. I don't know if there's any more because I haven't finished it. But the two that you start with are both like, given that they're both weapon guns guys, they're both quite interesting in how that they they, they work and yeah. You know, I noticed that you can unlock healing abilities for the guns. Similar, again, like in Monster Hunter, where you can have a bow and arrow class that fires healing arrows and stuff. Um, the combat itself, I would actually... And this is because I've been playing a lot of it, and we, we won't talk about it this week, but Final Fantasy Rebirth. Um, the combat's actually quite similar. It, it, certainly the way that Rebirth has added, like, synergies and abilities, which, again, we'll talk about another time. Um, so there's more than just abilities on the left sort of side of your controller. You can do stuff that mixes things up with your teammates. Um, it's quite similar. Uh, the only thing I had with it, like the, the big issue I had with it, is that when I first played it, I was like, "This is too slow. This is too slow. This is weirdly too slow." And all I had to do was turn the camera speed up, and it was like, "Bang! Light switch. Fine. Love yeah. it now." Like the first, the first impressions were like, "Oh, this looks great. This is so me. Everything about this is why. Why is this so slow?" But the second I changed the camera speed so it was quicker, I was like, "No, I'm fine." Now that is a really unusual thing for me because I don't. I'm not one of these who tends to boot a game up and be like, oh, this the, the FOV's off, the camera speed's off, oh, I need to do this. All I ever do is boot a game up, start it on normal after making sure the camera's inverted up and down because that's I'm on that weird one. Um, but, like, having to change the camera speed is a very rare thing. Now, I'm not angry, you know, it's fine because I'm, just, I'm, I'm glad I did it. 
I know someone else who's done it and, and they did it like in the demo of the game and we're like, that's the first thing I'm doing when I boot it up. It's just an odd one. Um, I did it. I did you, it. Yeah, it's, it's just 100%. really odd, isn't it? It's just too it, slow. It's worrying because you're like thinking, well, there was, there, was a, there was a game that came out two years ago. It's the only one I've done it like before and it was like that one set in Tokyo with all supernatural... Ghostwire... Well, the first Tokyo. Ghost, Ghostwire Ghost... Tokyo. Yeah, the that, Bethesda that, one. That really bothered me. I know it didn't, a lot of people, but that was like, when you're having to do that straight away, it kind of puts the warning signs. Well, it's really into... odd, isn't it? You, you makes you think, what's why is this? Yeah. This isn't, you know, because games get playtested to an inch of their life, I'm sure. Like, why yeah. did, Why was nobody, nobody mentioned this? Or or is it a case of everyone mentioned it, but there's a developer or a boss that's like, no, no, I'm right. You never know. You never know. Yeah. But this definitely, well, yeah, definitely it, needs that. De- yeah, I mean, yeah, that which is easily changable. Oh, it's you know, second, go like in the it. menu, speed the camera up. Yeah. It's just, it, like, just whack it up, um, you know. Not not an issue. No, no. But like the, the, the actual combat again. Another thing I was recommended, and I did this, but I actually went back. Is that a lot of people have said like, don't play for very long as Gran, like switch to the other characters. And I think that's um, that's sage advice if you're not feeling the combat. But like, I quite liked his dodge and stuff. But I also like the, the basically the female version of him, uh, who I've forgotten the name of. And there's no chance you're going to remember because it was like two years ago now. But like all the characters, the thing I really do like about this game is that all of the characters feel different. In and and while you're still you're basically doing the same thing, you know there are four face buttons and they correspond to a, a magic spell or you know you can have one who's literally doing magic. One who's like a Grand can do like a Hadouken and or he can jump in and jump out. Like there's all these everyone's moves are different and they all combo differently and you're all build you're building this overall combo thing and you can tell the AI to not do it until you do yours and then you all do it together and it's this big yeah. anime explosion of amazingness that never gets old. Um but the combat is like it's so clever and, and it feels like it's such a hard thing it must have been to develop because the second you get used to anything and think, eh, am I a bit bored? Just change to one of the like God knows how many other characters. Yeah. Um and it just instantly you're like, yes, I still understand how to play this game because I'm still using the sticks to move in the camera and I'm still using the face buttons and the, you know, this the same basic principles of gameplay here. They're all so different and they synergize so differently. And like, I really think it's a a phenomenally made, well-made video game. Like it really mm-hmm. has surprised me. Like I'm I'm playing other stuff, but this is always kind of at the back, like come and finish me. You don't want to leave me yeah. until the end of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 and like yeah. the the multiplayer as well. I I do wish it was. I, I do wish you could play the campaign, and maybe I'm being. And if I'm being stupid, comment section on YouTube if you're watching it there. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. But I'm pretty sure unless there's a certain story section you must get to, uh, it is only the expeditions I want to call. Yeah. Um, but it's such a really yeah, it's a really good game, and another one I think is going to get lost a little bit. I think. I think so. It's not. I don't think it's that long. I don't get the feeling it's that long from playing like you can you kind know, of make it as long as you want to make it by all that like, the uh, the extra stuff like yeah, going I mean, on got... the going on the monster missions or the yes. boss big boss like fights or going to collect certain items you might need in crafting. Um, then there's like you can you can basically unlock loads of characters through the I think I can't remember what they call it might be no, character I, cards or something I know like that. So, yeah, I think that's exactly and, it actually. Oh my god, like. Some of them are amazing. Yeah, they're, they're but it's like good. you can really kind of customize your party within an inch of its life through its characters and then their skill sets and like all the buffs on each of their weapons or their demons of that their characters. Are, yeah, it even lot. does this thing of like you level up your weapon to level ten, and I'm like, oh, that's a that's a bit huh, okay. And then like you just carry on with the story, and you're like, okay, and then you get a thing that like lets you break the level to level thirty, and then you're like. Oh, and then and then I can clearly see like you can break it again and keep going. Mm. And it's like, oh, okay. So they really have made this a game you can grind at if you want to, but also you yeah. don't have to. You could completely ignore some yeah, oh, characters, yeah, I think. Like, but, yeah. but they've also got these really like in part of the expeditions, you've got these cool little they're text based stories for each of the characters, and then every few like every few of them you unlock through the story, you get an actual mission, and often they reuse the um, environment from. A mission you've done as the story but it's still cool because it gets you to play as that character you have to play as that character and normally you don't and it's like a nice way you know, totally avoidable worth doing because you get lots of cool stuff for it but totally avoidable if you want um 
but you by doing them you get to experience like the, the gun characters like for example early on and i'm like oh they're actually quite cool i'm not sure i'm going to stick as them for the whole time but i certainly when i played with chris like he was playing as gran so i'm like you know what i am going to experiment here and i'm going to play as one of the gun characters or a mage and and it's like i had just as much fun it feels really accessible mm. because ultimately like i say you're still doing the same thing with your hands combination wise they're just different things on screen and i think that's really cool yeah yeah and um, speaking of really cool, one more game this week. It's a bit of a shorter podcast because, like I say, um, well, I, exp- I'm not, I haven't explained an awful lot, but it's a shorter podcast this week. We won't be doing listener correspondence. We've got a little bit of a backlog. But I did want to, cr- to t- touch on a game, another one, since you're here. Um, I've played a tiny bit of, and mostly because <clears throat> all I keep seeing on Reddit and stuff is problems with servers. So I've thought, I'll just, I'll wait now. I played a bit and I'll wait. But. Helldivers 2 seems really, really fucking cool. It absolutely is. Honestly, one of the... My biggest surprises, I think, in a long time, just because I wasn't, like, looking forward to it. I remember the first one. I know it's, like, a completely different, like, viewpoint and style or whatever, but it just never... This one just... And then I, I don't like when trailers try to be funny and it doesn't drop and i that i know that's really petty or, or stupid when there's a whole game behind the trailer but you, you want to be excited by something and, and it didn't and then <clears throat> we got it for review and then i started to see more on the actual gameplay and stuff and then actually playing with other people because it is it's you can play on your own but it's very difficult and you can change the difficulty but it's still a bit of a challenge and you you don't want to play on your own because it's filled with moments that are like cinematic. Like you're creating your own blockbusters in every mission. So when you're like going into battle with your friends and and you are, you know, either going to hunt down some um, nests with these exit, these like alien eggs you have to destroy, or maybe you have to go to this, take down these bosses or. Whatever the mission is, they, I seem to get robots a lot. There are robots as well. It depends. I, I what... landed and they just were like, I was like, I didn't know what I was doing, and they just fucking leathered me. These robots, well, I'm like, this fucking Terminators coming from every direction. Why am I landed <laughs> so here? They're it was like, literally just... like that. They were just, yeah, they're okay. They're... I'll kill you. Oh shit! Now they're... it was. I just and I was like, I thought this was Starship Troopers the game. Why am I shooting Terminators? Yeah, the uh, the kind of like the robots are like on the other side of the map, and that, like so. Oh. The galaxy map is kind of split off into different tiers of the map. And along the first tier, you've got different planets. And everybody in the world who is playing this game collectively works towards securing each planet and kind of getting rid of all the threats. So every time you log in and you see a planet, it's got a percentage on it. And then it's got like how many people are playing, how many bugs have been killed or whatever. Um, And once that planet's been liberated you then go to the next one and when all the ones in that tier of <clears throat> tier have been liberated you move on to the next one on to the next one right so when you land on a planet on your own or with your friends or with whoever you completing that mission adds to the success on that planet in in the grand scheme of things throughout all the players in the world and but it's it's the missions themselves which like they're they're very generic in terms of what you have to do and you will repeat them but it's the, the kind of that excitement of or the, the the thrill of like when you just wandering around and all of a sudden you see a couple of like these bugs turn up and then behind them there's like about 30 50 <laughs> of them just all charging to you and you're like communicating however you want to take them out um, and then you've got certain like, um, in, like honestly, incredible like backup from your ship, which I can't remember what they're called right now. But they're basically you hold it in L1 and you input like a code on the D-pad, and it will call like certain airstrikes. Like there's um, like an orbital strike. There's something which I adored was like this fucking napalm strike, which just leathers the battlefield in like explosions and bright lights and it's just so chaotic, but so like there's a lot of like all oh, the stratagems, stratagems. That's it. Yeah, it's a made up word, though, I think so. To be fair, yeah, to yeah. But like the cohesion within your team when you're like pulling off these epic like scale mm. 
like fights against the these um oh what are they called Ter- oh, the creature i can't remember what the creatures are called it terminids of course what they're called there we go um it's just amazing and like it's got that divinity not divinity um division thing where you've obviously you you'll finish your mission then you have to reach the extraction point and hold the extraction point for like i think it's two minutes or two and a half minutes until it arrives and then whilst you're trying to like survive you've got these waves that attack you in the last minute and then the the ship will land and you've got to try and get in the back of the ship whilst trying to make sure you don't die in the process there's just a lot going on i like these stratagems you've got like you can revive people um, well, which, which you should do, by the way, especially if you dropped a stratagem reload on their head. Oh my god! That reminds yeah. me of Deep Rock Galactic a bit, where you can call in the supply drop, but if you don't get out of the way of it, someone will get squished. Yeah, and the amount of times I, I will that get happens. squished. Sorry, just to be well, clear, that happens all the time. Like with, with with some of the like weapon drops, so you can call like you can, obviously you can unlock more like strikes from above. You can unlock more weapons to be dropped. There's a load of different upgrades, which is a whole other level of the game. <clears throat> but you've just got so much choice. But like the the guns and the smaller items or the resupply caches, they'll like they'll hit you straight away. But then it's yeah. like the orbital strikes. If you get in the way of them, then you're absolutely, you know. Well, especially to be fair, you you, it's a game where it happens once and you learn your lesson. Like if if if, it, if the game tells you someone's you know some random because you can play with randoms and I, and I have, um, and I've played with randoms who seem to know what they're doing a lot better than I am. And like so when it mm. says look when it says someone's called in some form of orbital strike i probably should have just got out of dodge in fairness like it i you know we, we, as well as what we were doing we were attacking some sort of little little base and they were calling mm. a strike to blow it up it's on me but you do learn your lesson that way like oh you learn that basically if someone's calling in a strike to just yeah. get, get out of it you know get out of the but, but like playing with People you're comfortable with, like mm. like it's fine playing with strangers, but some don't have the mics on. Yes. Um, others others will just drop, run off, go to complete the mission, go to complete the next. Oh, some people know no, what they're doing to like. There's no they, top, they have, like, you know. the maps aren't just like your main objective and that's it. There's like no, there seems to be everywhere. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's someone kept running like, off and finding shit, and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, there's like optional objectives, um, which can range from like loading up this missile with rockets to like setting off um like shuttle launches and because one, one, one mission and... i got a great score and i'm like i didn't do anything but that this guy was off every oh, yeah. and cranny finding everything yeah. things were popping up that he was finding research or something and i'm like yeah yeah sure, i'll figure this yeah. out eventually but in the meantime i mean the last two minutes admittedly i was watching from my dead death cam but <laughs> yeah i got a good but rank like, but, but having having that good score at the end like translates well back on board your own ship course because like like i say there's a lot of different stratagems to unlock you can upgrade your ship itself that there's um and that like gear and i'm going to talk microtransactions quickly (gasps) just because i feel like of all the developers have ever tried to do microtransactions these have got it absolutely spot on with the cost and the variety and the accessibility to it. I'm not sure I'd even know they were in there. I mean, I haven't well, played you, anywhere near. The thing you is, are, you've but... you've got like, I suppose it's a battle pass, but it's oh, it's like, okay. and I'm not, and because we got the certain edition of it, I'm I'm sure it's like there's a standard one that anyone can own. Like yeah. I don't think you have yeah, to. There is a, there's yeah. one that is like you have to pay for. Okay, but the the original one. Obviously, you'll earn credits by medals, I think they're called, by completing missions. And, like, you can earn medals in different ways. Like, there's, there's global, like, objectives. And when everyone rallies together to complete that objective in the world, everyone gets the reward of it. So you can, like, well, spend all these medals. Wasn't there another Sony game? I know this isn't technically a Sony <clears> game. <throat> Didn't Returnal do something like that as well? I don't know. I'm not sure. it was a Returnal. I know, I know Deep Rock does that way. It's like you're... Like you, the thing you described about the planets where you're all... Yeah, I think. Oh, does it? I don't know. Sorry, I've done, I just think it, I think it's an absolutely amazing way to to make Clever. people play it. Yeah, because you never like if if you like don't play don't if you're uncomfortable playing with others and you you know you, you suffer a bit of anxiety about it, you'll still gain some reward from from both you playing on your own but also everyone else helping you and getting you know these unlocks and like this this battle pass or whatever it's called. 
you can unlock everything pretty straightforward and you can spend credits in the in-game store but the, the the kind of outfits and skins and all that in the in the actual store are ridiculously cheap in comparison to like Fortnite and mm. and that bloody foam stars like <laughs> there's there's a hell of a lot that you can unlock for a very kind of cheap price and if you do want to pay for credits it's very it's like one pound yeah. 70 for like enough to buy you a really cool and and it is a budget yeah. release game i think isn't it like yeah i think it's, it's about not 35. full price yeah i want to say it's just seen... stupid yeah it is like, i tell but... you I... go on no i was just gonna say for like for, the amount people people pay for games these days yeah this this could last this will last you well over a year and i'm sure that i know the developers have talked about what they want yeah. to do there's potential for starship troopers legit content i think i saw someone online about one of the voice actors getting involved and i don't know but like they're, they're even... not hiding it either like the intro video the the oh, live action stuff no, is starship troopers it's 100 percent like homage which is fine that, you know there's no the, the only just... thing i will say this game's bad at and and a real well no that's not fair the game's not bad at it if you are as a shooter player and i am a serial reloader Mm. You're gonna have to break that fucking habit real quick because I was like out of ammo and I'm like, but I've not shot anything. Oh, oh, because I've reloaded. You get like five mags or whatever for a certain gun, and you cannot be like I am. Where it's like, pew, pew, reload, pew, pew, reload. No, 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 no. That mag yeah. is that mag, and I was not expecting that. So, and and it was only when I because there's quite a lot going on when you first play mm. it, like UI wise. There is quite a lot. It's quite busy. Um, but it was only was like I'm out of ammo. How can I be? And then I got a reload and I'm like, oh. Like every shot counts, man. Because if you yeah. just if you just like blast off a clip into nothingness and then reload, just a clip of four or five gone. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. This game might be good for me because I am a serial reloader. Like in any game, like a Far Cry or something like that. I'm like, bang bang, reload, bang bang, reload, bang bang, reload. Like, yeah, yeah. You have to really kind of pay really attention matters. to that clip. Um, yeah, you know, you you do you can order like resupplies, but when yeah, you're in yeah, the middle yeah. of a massive like gunfight. Yeah. You can't be pissed about with a, a, a code with, you know. No, but it's also like deep rocking that when you call that resupply and it's only got, what was it like, is it four? I think four because yeah, it's four. four player. So like you, you know, there is potential that if you're playing with random people. I mean, in deep rock, for example, because of the way you spec your, your character out, there are people that will need a resupply quick because quicker because they're using like a minigun. And mm. that the same is true in this, I think. The two... I'm not. They're not really similar, but like in terms of some of the mechanics, like I really dig into some of them. That I dig them a lot. Like you know, you might get that resupply, and you might need that, and other people will be looking at you going, "Why on earth have you got a resupply already?" But it's just the way of playing your the way you've spec'd your yourself out. Um, mm. It's just a terrific, terrific game, isn't it? It's just like there's, yeah. there's. Yeah. I mean, apart from, oh, Christ, the way this the, the the speed things are moving with this game, and there might be no issues by the time people hear this. But like it has, from what I understand, had server issues. Um, but I don't yeah, really know, you know too much about I, it. I um I had quite a few issues trying to connect in the first week. Okay. Um, but I I had to turn off crossplay. Okay. PC, Makes and sense. then I was I was fine. I haven't. I, I mean, since I haven't reconnected, so I don't know. But I've yeah. literally been playing with just PlayStation players. Um, right, and it's been like, fine. It's been fine. But I would say if anyone's on the fence, just go on TikTok, go on YouTube Shorts. <laughs> the videos people are putting up with like epic music in the background and the voice chat playing over it. Like, this is, like when I say it's cinematic, that's what I mean. Like you're creating your own movies in this game. It's like ridiculously fun. It really is. Like even, even the few I played, like sort of coming in, it really does. It, maybe it's because of the enemies. It really did remind me. If you know when you, they do like the post-apocalyptic scenes in the future of Tomb Raider, uh, Tomb Raider of Terminator, where it's like there's yeah. the robots marching towards you, and you like it really was like I thought this was about weird sort of yeah insectoids, and now I'm fighting yeah. T1000s, and it's like oh, oh god, that was it's a it's a yeah. I really want to play like, a good session. That's the real it. like when you're having to infiltrate one of their bases. It's like oh, that's what god. I got, and I'm like I don't know what's happening. I just yeah. there's just robots everywhere, and like and now I'm dead, and now I'm back alive again, and like yeah, no, I just it's a fantastic game. I mean, there's not a yeah. game we've really talked about this episode that isn't fantastic in its own way. All really no. different as well. But yeah. that does bring us to the sort of conclusion of this episode. Sorry, it's a bit shorter. We're trying to get back on track. There's so, it's really difficult at the moment because there's so many games all the time, and if we don't play them, we can't talk about them. So it's kind of like 
mm. availability wise and like i said i've been sick and, and i'll explain perhaps more later and if, if you if you do want to find out more now like come to our discord patreon.com slash god is a it's not like an, an advert for it but patreon.com slash god is a geek you can find our discord and, and access and i've sort of explained what's going on there but we'll see um chris thank you for being here thank you mate and we'll hopefully be back to normal soon um we will bring you the content we best we can but if you do miss us anyway go to god is a geek.com where you'll find loads of stuff all the time reviews of yep every game on on, on this we've talked about this week in fact in fact reviews of them all by chris now i look at it all four of them reviewed by chris man's a machine and a hero you know just, just before we wrap up there's another game that we we didn't have time to talk about yeah classified france 1944 yes. 100% go and check that game out as well. Read the reviews. Yes, for that. That's review of that by game. Shock Horror, Chris White. Yeah. Uh, nine, 9 out of 10, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. very good. Um, I was not... I mean, it's kind of... I like that genre, but I'm not always into that era. Mm. Uh, uh, but like reading your review, I was like, oh, I might have to play the yet yeah, another it really game. Well. Uh, but not until I finish Final Fantasy Rebirth. I'm not allowing myself to play any other games until I finish that. I'm over 55 hours in now, and I'm close, but not that close. Hopefully, next time we speak, I'll be able to talk about it, saying I've seen credits. But I'm, uh, I'm not sure. We'll see. Follow us on all the social medias. Make sure you rate us on the podcast. If you do want to subscribe just via audio, you can go to Spotify or any podcast app we're on there. If you don't know, this is a video podcast as well. And I know because at the moment I'm having internet problems and it's causing nightmarish editing issues. <laughs> so that's fun. So watch that if you don't normally. And you get to see our lovely faces and, you know, all that. Um, Chris over there. And, yeah, thank you very much for watching or listening. And we will speak to you next time or whenever you choose to listen. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>